world is becoming more unglued by the day, local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Oh, good. My lighting's fucked up, but we're live. Uh, welcome, everybody, to Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Taglavia, and of course, I'm here with Andrea, my wonderful co-host, who helps me go through the news every day, Monday through Friday, at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. We talk about everything from finance to U.S. news, world news, science, health, you name it, we're covering it. And uh, thank you for joining us. I'll fix my lighting here in a momentarily um i apologize about that but you know kind of kind of backlit and spooky you look very blue this morning vince oh cheer up it's friday don't be so blue (laughs) (laughs) good one good one um thank you all for joining us from across the interwebs good morning good day today's a special day it's friday andrea when i fix my lighting why don't you tell them a little bit about what friday is all about please i can do that so fridays We do a little segment called Friday Funnies where we search the web, scour the web, whatever you want to call it, and look for the funniest stuff out there that um, is parody for what we're going through so that we don't just cry all week long or all weekend long. And um, we had a couple interesting articles from the Babylon Bee, which is a parody uh, website, news site, um, interspersed among our regular stories. They are just parody. They are not true. Um, but they're funny. And so we put them in because that's um, what we're all about. We want to just get ready for the weekend and unwind and not think about all the doom and gloom. Um, we try to help brighten people's weekends up. Yeah. And, and the rest of the stories are just batshit crazy wonderland truths. 
So yes, unfortunately, they seem that. like they might be parody, but they are actually <laughs> true. In a normal world, they would be parody. In Wonderland world, they are the truth. And then, um, of course, tonight we also have Fringe conversations on the Fringe, and we've got J. Marvin Herndon on as a guest. Boom. So yay for that. That's going to be an exciting episode. And then after that, we've got uh, Fringe After Dark, which is a subscription show that we put on. That's the after show. It's kind of like an after party. You know how the after party is always better than the party? Well, wow. <laughs> Same is true for Fringe Night. So, you know, um, Josh, Josh will be there. Vince and I will be there. Um, I We're usually always there. Once in a while, I've got get busy and I'm not, but I will be there tonight. Sweet. I'm sure Vince will be there tonight. Josh yeah. will definitely be there tonight. Bring Tom. And Tom. Tom will be there. I'll Tom's bring a Kevin. <laughs> right? You bring Kevin, I'll bring Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a good time. You don't want to miss it. Um, you know, you get, yeah. uh, there so, is a small subscription fee, I think, that is associated with that, which you can find at socialreptile.com. Oh, yeah. Sign up, get involved. It is a hoot. Socialredpill.com, one of our favorite websites, you guys. It's a private social network where us and all the other degenerate, deplorable truthers meet. Those are their words, not mine. And we share all of our things. It's a great social media platform that's uncensored, and it's actually free to join. So join, say hi, say hello, share your memes, share your news, share your thoughts, share your stories all the stuff, uh, make friends. We have Zooms every day. We have after chats on Tuesday. We've got the shows on Friday. It's just awesome. So check it out. We're there too. So you could send us messages. You could also contact Josh through there. So socialredpill.com, www.socialredpill.com. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Kirk Elliott. Uh, Kirk Elliott, Dr. Kirk Elliott is a financial advisor. Uh, he works with the Red Pill Project uh, quite often because he is spot on with his all of his assessments um, from everything that I've learned about finance over the last few years. I used to trade stocks and options for a few months to make a living, and so I've read a lot and listened to a lot of people. He's spot on with all this stuff. He <clears throat> helps people get their finances together and allocate their wealth appropriately to mitigate risk, maximize profits, all of this uh, by utilizing gold and silver. So if you guys are interested in in exploring that option, you could go to getgoldtoday.com and get a free consultation from Dr. Kirk Elliott and let him know that Joshua Reed from the Red Pill Project sent you and they will give you a free consultation, get you squared away, uh, protecting your assets and preparing for what we see happening in the financial markets, which we're going to get into firstly here. So you guys check out Kirk Elliott at getgoldtoday.com by supporting them or using them. You're supporting the Red Bull project. You help us keep going. Thank you all so much. Let's go. Andrea, what do you say? Let's do it. I know things are looking really ugly today, but it looks like maybe we got some funny stuff in here before we get into that. It's bleak. It's it's very bleak. Yeah, it's bleak. Check it out. It's okay. We're going to get through this. We will. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you, is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? 
Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? You've got to be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking kidding me. You gotta be fucking. And so we feel here at this administration and other experts as well is that we feel that we are in a good position. Kidding me. Fucking kidding me, right? Are you fucking kidding me? 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 Did you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Jesus. What we're trying. <laughs> so. That is so so true. <laughs> <laughs> the White House is lying their asses off about the economy, clearly, and everybody's saying, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I love that meme. Um, I know. You know, and it's funny because you can say anything with a smile and the right tone of voice to convince everybody we're all going to fall off into the ocean tomorrow. <laughs> See how easy that is for me to lie about that? I mean, <laughs> just because you say it doesn't mean it's true. And yet they still convince the gullibles. That's what I call them now, I guess. Oops. Yeah. The market's not That's like when my, my kid tries to lie to me. I'm just like, I just look at him and I go, bullshit. And he repeats the lie and I go, bullshit. And I'm like, I can do this all day. <laughs> the market is blood red. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> people, people are shitting their pants. Uh, the S&P 500 is down 2.85%. The Dow is down 2.46%. The NASDAQ is down 3.6% almost. Um, crude oil is at $118. Gold. 1859, which actually ain't too bad if you ask me. Silver 2183. And Bitcoin 29,500 still. So everything is just tumbling. Yeah, isn't it interesting though that the market's tumbling so freaking hard uh, starting at the end of the trading day yesterday? Um, the market's all red, 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 up two and a half to three and a half percent. Yeah. So when gold I looked at this. Hold on. Yeah, gold and silver are basically where they have been for the past week or two right isn't that interesting yeah when i looked at this earlier this morning it was actually it looked a little bit better like these numbers were not as low uh-huh so it's even tumbled just since this morning when i looked at it yeah it's bad because we've got some information that broke today uh, the May inflation number is higher than expected at 8.6%. CPI is highest in 40 years since 1981 and higher than expected food, gas, utilities. Everything is higher. Uh, despite what Jean-Pierre says, the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Right. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Anyway, so that's where we're at today, you guys. Um, yeah. So everybody that's sticking to their guns in the uh, stock market is just losing more and more money. Yep, they are. So we've got our first parody article from the Babylon Bee, 10 manliest gifts for Father's Day. For all you dads out there, we've got Father's Day that's approaching. That is next Sunday, not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday. It says Father's Day is fast approaching. If you want to support the patriarchy, you're going to pony up the cash to honor your father or he'll think you don't care. Manly gifts only. Here are the manliest Father's Day gifts imaginable. Number one, a rock to smash things and sharpen iron weapons with like a man. Arr. <laughs> Number two, a bag of dirt to rub on the kids' boo-boos. Number three, a camouflage, high-capacity, tactical, orthopedic back pillow. Support your lumbar tactically. 
Number four, bulletproof vests for deer to make hunting more challenging. <laughs> Finally put that Second Amendment to use. <laughs> Number five, James Bond's Aston Martin. Get the one that turns invisible so he can stealthily keep his daughter from dating the wrong guy. Number six, long-range night vision grill tongs for the elite barbecue operative in your life. Number seven, a shirt that never wears out so he can wear only that shirt forever without ever buying a new one. Make sure to pair it with some clone and deodorant for your safety. Oh Number God. eight, combination bottle opener space telescope. Don't leave your dad unable to crack open a nice cold one while gazing into the vast abyss of the infinite space. Number nine, a ruggedized outdoor foot massager. Pairs nicely with central candles shaped like AR-15s. <laughs> And number 10, a wallet that's the same size and shape as a Big Mac. The bigger, the better. So Wallets. don't forget, dad. Yeah. yeah, remember your dads, y'all. Yep, because they are important parts of our family. And without them, we wouldn't have our special little children. <clears throat> number one. Unless you married one of those that can get pregnant, in which case, good luck. <laughs> number one, uh... I could really relate to not necessarily a rock, but it's good to have sharpening tools. I like this, <laughs> kind of this is good stuff to have. This is, right. This is proper good advice. <laughs> exactly. And you know, here pretty soon you will be able to buy bulletproof vests in New York. So make sure you're not, don't buy your husband a bulletproof or your dad's a bulletproof vest. If they live in New York. Because <laughs> pretty much. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Dude, for real. Um, you know, so that's all we have, you guys, for finance. Um, we're going to keep it's our a eyes on it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, moving on, though, we're going to go straight into U.S. news. And uh, with that, we have a quick um, ad to play for you guys. So, uh, well, a parody ad, but an ad nonetheless. Um, I need to make sure I'm sharing sound with you. I, uh, I am. Okay. We good. You sick and tired of your calm, peaceful life? Are you sleeping too well at night? Is your city too safe? Well, not anymore. Introducing Democrats. Politicians so incompetent, they'll fill your neighborhood with riots. Looting. Rampant violence and even homelessness. The secret is a special blend of corruption and good old-fashioned stupidity. No more pesky law and order. When Democrats are in charge, nobody's safe. Simply vote for Democrats, sit back, and watch your neighborhood burn to the ground. But wait, vote for Democrats now and they'll include rolling blackouts, election fraud, cancel culture, taxes, and more taxes. <laughs> Democrats bringing chaos right to your front door. Are you? It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's like those infomercials. But wait, there's more. Taxes and even more taxes. <laughs> and if you like this deal, we've got one better for you. We're including more taxes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's perfect for going into the U.S. news because, right? Despite being a parody. The reason why it's funny is because it's freaking true. Um, yeah, because if you don't laugh, you cry. Exactly. 
<laughs> so we choose to laugh about it, you know, because that's the way one way that you can cope to get through all of this madness. Yeah, I saw a meme that was like, um, dang it, I wish I could remember it. Basically, it was something along the lines of the difference of, or it was like uh, hoping that realizing that whatever happens is going to be shitty and just hoping that it might be a little bit funny. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Please like, let it at least be, be funny. <laughs> yeah, at least let there be some kind of joke we could make in there somewhere. We know it's going to be bad. But yeah, yeah. Laugh, laugh and Cry is the title of tonight's, or I'm sorry, of today's episode. Because uh, that's pretty much what up. you do. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do around here. So as yep. soon as this is over, I sob for about 20 minutes and then I continue with my day. <laughs> uh, sometimes it, it's difficult sometimes to get through all of this stuff, right? And then yeah. so you make inappropriate jokes to kind of compensate for the depression. And um, I found that that's one way that I deal with things is what I, you know, my family usually refers to as inappropriate humor. Mm-hmm. And so. we're so good at it compared to the Democrats or the left, the law, especially oh, the Oh, yeah. It's well, like, that's because they want to cancel humor, and so they don't practice it enough. Humor's racist, and their memes are just terrible and all that. It's just oh, like yeah. on the front of morale, I think we win big time, or at least, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, you know what we should do? Lot, but. One of these Fridays, we should just we should go looking specifically for liberal memes. Oh no! Just to see how terrible they really are. We could do we'll that. Inter- That'd be fun. We'll, we'll intersperse them with ours. That's a great idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. Because then we can laugh at their stupidity too. I'm down. All right. Genius. Put on the list of things we need to do. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Let's go. U.S. News. What the heck is happening in our once beautiful great country? The world is on fire. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Trump denies saying hang Mike Pence. He says it could be a made-up story. So (laughs) on Truth, Trump said, I never said or even thought of saying hang Mike Pence. This is either a made-up story by somebody looking to become a star or fake news. (laughs) Well, he should have said it because I think we're all thinking it. (laughs) Come on, Donald, get with the program. Nobody likes him. He's a traitor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think I heard a few people say that um, after he betrayed the world. Yeah, I do. I don't remember him. I don't remember ever hearing Trump say that Pence should hang. No, I don't think he did. And I would never say that Pence should hang. I would never. He needs to be held accountable for what he did. Um, Yeah. I didn't say Pence should hang. I said he should meet the gallows. Take that however you want. (laughs) Hello, gallows. Mike Pence, Mike Pence, gallows. I don't think that. That, that he would have to be hung, I think that erecting gallows would probably send the message. Most likely. Yep, exactly. Anyway. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't saying. think he ever said that. We're, I'm just I do remember him saying that Mike Pence needs to do the right thing, but I didn't. I don't remember him ever saying that Mike Pence needs to hang. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm half joking, you guys, by the way, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
onward here, Andrea. What have we got? Why were Ukrainian Nazis in the U.S. Capitol on January 6th? Yep, you heard that right. This guy right here, Sergei Dubinin, Dubinian. Oh, that's a cool and name. Jacob Anthony Chansley. So, Dubai 9. Dubai nine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't speak Ukrainian, so. <laughs> but I like your version better. It says, in light of the sham show trial regarding the alleged culprits behind the so-called January 6, 2021 insurrection, I think some factual, some actual facts are in order that when you examine them only raise more questions. One of the most troubling questions is why were Ukrainians tied to neo-Nazi groups inside the U.S. Capitol mingling with undercover FBI agents and supporters of Donald Trump? That's a really good question. So this was originally reported on um, on January 4th, 2021 in a tweet entitled Pro-Russian LDNR Operative with Antifa at the Capitol Building. Mm-hmm. So this person originally wrote this and says that the Sergey is a pro-Russian operative when he in fact is not. So Mary identified Sergey Dubinian as pro-Russian LDNR, apparently keen on blaming Russia for helping stir the pot on January 6th. He is not pro-Russian. Sergey Dubinian is affiliated with the neo-Nazi Azov group. Take a closer look at following images. And there's a bunch of images that they looked online. I went to, when I went to check this, I actually found ba- this basically the same information. I remember this pick person. Yeah. And so one of the images shows Sergey standing next to the Horned Viking, an actor that goes by the name of Jake Angeli, a.k.a. Jacob Anthony Chansley, who has no public ties to Antifa. Dominion is affiliated with members of the Ukrainian nationalist movement, some of which openly embrace extreme right-wing and fascist ideologies. Go figure. Yeah. As you can see for yourself in the preceding image, the actual identity of Sergei Dominion, who Mary Fanning misidentified, um, has an arrest warrant issued by the Lugansk People's Republic, which is an ally of Russia. Hmm. So definitely not Russian, pro-Russian, like they're saying. Maybe he's employed by the FBI. So it does I said say maybe, in here, Jim. I, <laughs> it says in the very last part of this, the question remains, why was neo-Nazi Sergei Dubinian and his friends in the U.S. Capitol on the 6th of January 2021? This is but one glaring irregularity. The House Committee should be investigating. Are they go- ignoring it? Because they know that if they follow the money, i.e. who paid for his plane ticket and his lodging in Washington, D.C., they are likely to find a Democrat operative holding the checkbook. Which wow. I think is probably most likely true, which is why you haven't heard anything about it. <clears throat> so, yeah. Very interesting. We all know the truth. This was a setup right from the very beginning, and the Democrats are spinning it. I didn't watch one second of this sham production that the Democrats put on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know anybody who who did. Um, <laughs> So, I thought about it and then I chose not to. <laughs> I was like, why why ruin my evening with something I know is gonna piss me off, right? Yeah. So um I just didn't and besides, I don't want to I don't want to feed their ratings. Yeah is the bottom line. Me too. So screw them. I hope their ratings tank. They do. It's CNN and whatnot, so of course they tanked. Um they're tanking. We'll see 
more from that. Apparently it was very <laughs> non-conclusive and a waste of time. But, uh, yeah. So, we didn't miss anything, which is cool. <laughs> Don't surprise me. Breaking. Huge. Ottero County, New Mexico votes to remove Dominion voting systems, Zuckerberg drop boxes, and other election machines. Woohoo, New Mexico. Uh, so I guess that's, that kind of sums it up. They're trying to clean up their corrupt system. We'll see how yeah. it goes. Yep, good luck. We'll see what happens. Heck yeah. But uh, this is good. You know, yeah. things like this are good. We like to... For sure. You know, we love it. Put some good news, sprinkle a little good news in there. You know, Step in the right, right direction. We can't fix this overnight. No. So this one is, everything is a weapon. The U.S. government is waging a psychological warfare on the nation. So it says, have you ever wondered who's pulling the strings? Anything we touch is a weapon. We can deceive, persuade, change, influence, inspire. We come in many forms. We are ever, everywhere. This is from the U.S. Army Psychological Operations Recruitment video, which I think we aired on here a week or two ago. It says the U.S. government is waging psychological warfare on the American people. Uh, and it says, no, it's not a conspiracy theory. I'm just going to go through some of the bullet points in here. Uh, it says, consider some of the ways in which the government continues to wage psychological warfare on a largely unsuspecting citizenry, weaponizing violence, weaponizing surveillance, pre-crime and pre-thought campaigns. Pre-thought, I thought that was interesting. Weaponizing digital currencies, social media scores and censorship, weaponizing compliance, weaponizing entertainment, weaponizing behavioral science and nudging, weaponizing desensitization campaigns aimed at lulling us into false sense of security, Weaponizing fear and paranoia, weaponizing genetics, weaponizing the future. The end goal of these mind control campaigns packaged in the guise of the greater good is to see how far the American people will allow the government to go in reshaping the country in the image of a totalitarian police state. So wow. then there was um, one thing I just wanted to end with on there. It says, we the people who think, who reason, who take a stand, who resist, who demand to be treated with dignity and care, who believe in freedom and justice for all, have become undervalued citizens of a totalitarian state that views people as expendable once they have outgrown their usefulness to the state. Brace yourselves. So I think that pretty much wow. sums it nicely. Yeah. Thanks for the share on that. Very yeah. alarming. It is, and it's what's happening currently. Seriously, psychological warfare is probably one of the main components to this battle. Mm -hmm. Babylon yep. B. Miley Cyrus to perform halftime show at January 6th committee hearings. And there she is on her wrecking ball. That's <laughs> because she is a wrecking ball. Oh my gosh. So, Washington, the nation is abuzz with anticipation of the televised January 6th committee hearing, making its prime time debut at 8 p.m. Eastern time to top off the excitement of the House Select Committee's investigation, producers of the star-studded extravaganza have announced that Miley Cyrus will be the featuring performer during the hearing's halftime show. Other performers during the bedazzling spectacle will include Neil Young, Bruce Springsteen, Demi Lovato, and the ghost of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> if you thought Johnny Depp if you thought the Depp Heard trial was exciting, wait until you get a load of this baby, said James Goldston, a former ABC News executive hired by a Democrat-led committee to really wow the American people with a multimedia presentation aimed at objectively and judiciously seeking the truth of what really happened that fateful day. <laughs> <laughs> Republican lawmakers have pounced on the House Select Committee. 
accusing them of putting on a politicized narrative-driven stunt rather than seeking truth. In response, GOP lawmakers have sworn to make their own January 6th committee with cool Republican members, lots of American flags, and a concert on Mount Rushmore featuring Toby Keith and Morgan Wallen. The January 6th committee said the opening ceremony of the hearing will include previously unseen video footage of the Capitol riots, followed by a ritual burning of a Trump effigy, of Trump in effigy. Oh, God. And then we've got, you know, the pregnant Ken doll. Oh, but, gosh. Yeah, that's separate from this, but still funny. <laughs> to celebrate Pride Month, Mattel has released its first ever pregnant man doll, Pregnant Ken. You can have all sorts of fun with clearly male Ken doll and his pregnant belly. belly a, <laughs> available wherever non-gender specific toys are sold. Ugh, that's fucking creepy. Gross. Yes. All right. Um... Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can go ahead and take this one. Okay. NASA to hunt UFOs. Get ready, y'all. NASA is officially joining the hunt for UFOs. The space agency, the space agency on Thursday announced a study, a new study that will recruit leading scientists to examine unidentified aerial phenomena a subject that has long fascinated the public and recently gained high-level attention from Congress. The project will begin early this fall and last around nine months, focusing on identifying available data, how to gather more data in future, and how NASA can analyze the findings to try to move the needle on scientific understanding. Over the decades, NASA has answered the call to tackle some of the most perplexing mysteries we know of, and this is no different, Daniel Evans, the NASA scientist responsible for coordinating the study, told reporters on call. While NASA probes and rovers scour the solar system for the fossils of ancient microbes and its astronomers look for so-called technosignatures on distant planets for signs of intelligent civilizations, this is the first time the agency will investigate unexplained phenomena in Earth's skies. Bullshit! But, okay. Yep. Publicly, I guess. I don't trust NASA at all. So. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll we'll just end it there. We know they're bullshitting us. This is probably part of their, what do they call that, um, conspiracy where they're going to freaking unleash the aliens on us? I was going to say, I see a Movies. false flag event happening um, in, with regard to aliens and stuff like that. Um, I think that whatever is going to happen is most likely not going to be alien in nature. Um, but the evil yep. that on this earth. Um, M fans nailed it on Rumble. They said, NASA, quote, we found UFOs. They were in our office the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, and I do believe that there's alien lives out there. I do believe yeah. that there's visitors that have been to this planet and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that NASA is going to do um, anything honest or uncorrupt. How are they gonna? How are they gonna try to convince us that they were unaware of the UAE phenomenon, the UFO phenomenon, and they haven't looked into it? Get the hell! They think we're freaking stupid, people. They do. They one hundred percent do. On. They think that they think they basically view us as no more intelligent than, than cattle, because that's all we are to them. And so, when you view people from that perspective, of course, you think they're as unintelligent as what you're comparing them to. You know. Yep. I mean, cows are probably standing out there in the field going, "Really? They think we're done? They should look at chickens." Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. Oh my god. So yeah. 
Oh, okay, NASA, we'll stand by and wait for your future lies on that one. Maybe they're going to have some released information finally, but uh, it could just be Bluebeam, so be careful. I think it's just going to be more fake pictures on the internet. Look what we found! Yeah, I don't trust him. Whoa, Jesus Christ. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> everything's fine. Uh, this was interesting. Did you see this? Uh, J.R. Majewski for Congress? Oh, yeah, you did. I know you did. Yeah, I sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I didn't see it at all. <laughs> yeah, it says slander and libel are illegal. For those of you who want to call me an insurrectionist, be prepared to defend yourself in a court of law. This is the last time I will say that. I committed no crimes and was cleared by the FBI. I broke no police barriers. He is being hammered by his Democratic opponent. Um, I'm assuming the person that won the Democrat primary in Ohio. JR, she writes, J.R. Majewski broke police barricades on January 6th. The men and women who defended democracy with their lives that day deserve so much more. And so he's actually oh. suing her. Um, he had his attorney, I believe, put out a statement as well. Yeah. I, I, wish I, I don't know what happened to that. I thought I had it. That's okay. all right. But um, his attorney put out a statement as well, say, giving her a certain amount of time to uh, retract her statement, which I don't think she's going to. If you go to her page, you can see she's just absolutely hammering Jr. And she is about as left as left gets. I mean, she's full on communist is what I would say. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, she she's something else she's right in line with the rest of the marxists yeah he says this is what the evil marxists will do when they know they're going to lose they resort to desperation just like she did the last time she was going to lose <laughs> so apparently this is an, I mean, this is their playbook right this is what they do yeah. when they look at going to when they look at their numbers show that they're going to lose they just they resort to slander and libel and just flat out making up lies. If they can't dig anything up on you, they will make something up about you. Yep, and then they cheat. <laughs> yeah, and then they cheat because they still can't win. People would rather deal with the slander and libel than they would, you know, the corrupt people like this. So yeah, what a disgrace. No, I J.R. Majewski is a, a friend of the Red Pill Project, and. Um, we wish him all the best in his fight with, you know, this corrupt organization, but nobody ever said the swamp was a clean place. So no. you stick your foot in it. It's going to suck you in and it is going to make you muddy. And mm -hmm. I think JR is up to the fight. I really do. I think oh, yeah. that he's got what it takes and he cares enough about Ohio to, to really take this fight on and, and I win. So. I think so, dude. Yeah, for sure. So we wish him all the best. Absolutely. Good luck, JR. Um, yeah, just I hope I hope he sues the shit out of her. Um, I do too. I hope he wins it big, too. Takes all of her <laughs> well, they're just going to – they don't have a case, man. They don't. They're fucked. No. She'll probably – you know, this is what they do, though. She'll probably come out and apologize. Oh, I'm sorry I said that. I guess it wasn't true. I misunderstood it. But the problem is, is that the damage has already been done. For those who don't do their research and for people that are just listening but, to her and yeah, not looking into anything, true. the damage has already been done. But you could do a counter. JR could put out an ad and be like, 
this bitch lied. Here's what happened. And then that ad is going to be really effective. So, but you're right in the sense that the damage is done, but that gives you ammunition. So it's a really sick battle. But, uh, do you guys remember when, um, that plane crashed in California and they said there was nuclear material on it initially. And then they said, no, there's not. They initial reports. Monday, right? Yeah. uh, I don't remember. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Initial reports not coming from any official sources. I don't know where they came from. Said that there was nuclear material on there. Uh, the military came out and said there's definitely not. And then they said that five people were on board. They found four bodies. Now they're reporting that they found five or that five people are confirmed dead. Um, weird, but that happened um, near the U.S.-Mexico border in California. And then we see just a little coincidence, nothing huge guys just a small coincidence that the a military aircraft crashes in california with four on board a day after when and five a, a day after those five marines were killed in a plane wreck this is about 40 miles away from the original crash a u.s navy helicopter with four people on board crashed one person was taken to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries following the crash in el centro california on june 9th so i guess it was probably wednesday that the first crash happened Oh, could be. It does look like all four survived. Yeah, all four survived the accident. One person was hospitalized. Three others declined treatment. Wow, thank God. Um, It's not known what caused the crash. How? How is it not known what caused the crash? You'd think that the guys who survived would have been like, ah, this is what happened as soon as you see them, the first thing they tell you, right? My guess is that they were told to keep their mouth shut, if I had to guess. Um, There's some kind of obviously some kind of cover up going on here, right? Especially with conflicting reports and changing reports. And I mean, not that people can't get it wrong, right? But now that we see the second crash, there's obviously something going on that's not being addressed. What it is, I'm not gonna even try to speculate on. Um, But being that nobody is saying anything about what happened in the accident, it says the cause of both crashes remains under investigation. That's the only thing it says about that. So we most likely won't ever know um, because I don't think they want us to know. Honestly. Yeah, they could just say it's sensitive military. They may come military. out with something, but, you know, most likely even if they do come out with something, it probably wouldn't. I would hesitate to believe that it's the truth. Just like with everything, of course. I don't blame you. And I would do the same. It's interesting, though, that these rare occurrences are happening Back to back? Back to back. Back to back to back? Yeah, because now, all of a sudden, we have one dead after a fighter jet crashes into homes in central China. Imagine that. What the hell? Right at the same time these other two things are happening? This is June 9th, 527 a.m. Yeah, it says the plane, an Air Force J-7, had an accident during training and fell in the vicinity of the airport, causing damage to private homes. Um, The cause of the crash in Zhenyang, a city in the Hubei province, is being investigated. Footage of the crash site posted online by the Xinhua News Agency showed flames sending black smoke billowing into the air from a street in Zhenyang. Several buildings appeared to have been completely flattened in the accident, which I find really odd. Doesn't that seem odd to you that a plane, I mean, you would think it would cause a lot of damage, but to flatten 
hmm. multiple buildings. And only one person died and two were injured? Yeah. Oh, no, it says two pilots died when an eight. Oh, that's a different one. So, yeah, one person died. But it flattened buildings. I don't know. Just seems strange. Maybe. Yeah. I maybe bullshit. Yeah, I do, too. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. Me, too. Um, a lot about that kind of stuff, but it just seems odd to oh, me. It makes me think what the, f- all the things that could possibly ha- be happening and if they're connected in any way. Right. Right. Well, and then does it say in there, I didn't see if it said in there, was it a Chinese fighter jet or it just says air force J seven, or is that American? I, I don't know. I would assume that it's a Chinese fighter jet, but I don't know that for sure. You're muted, Vince. Oh, it's probably China because it's in China. We won't. I don't think we fly. That's what I assumed, but I was like, I hate assuming things because it does say, it just says Air Force. Air Force J7. Yeah, if there's JTAC or anybody who knows more on this, let us know. We appreciate any further information on enlightening us to the truth. So, yeah. But yes, I would would assume it's the Chinese Air Force based on the fact that this happened in China. Yeah, for sure. But we could be completely wrong, so I yep. don't like something. Moving on, major lithium producer could shut German plant over EU rule. This is bad. This is bad for batteries. This is bad for electric energy. Lithium producer Albemarle could, could be forced to close its plant in Germany if the European Union classifies a key mineral lithium as a hazardous substance that would change the way lithium is produced and stored the company's chief financial officer has told routers routers reuters i don't don't know how to pronounce that's how i do so the interesting Uh, thing about this though yeah is that if this goes through in the eu because it's the european union that's doing this classification yeah this could affect not just this one plant but all of them throughout europe Interesting. Mm-hmm. So they want to classify lithium carbonate, lithium chloride, and lithium hydroxide as substances substances hazardous to human health, and they are the European Chemical Agency, ECHA. So interesting. Wow. Of course. So what are they doing? Pushing electric cars on everybody. And then they shut down gas to push the electric cars. And now they're going to shut down lithium production. So, and lithium is one of the major components in batteries for electric vehicles. Um, and now they're going to shut that down too. Yeah, so, insane. you know, this is just absolutely, what we're seeing is absolutely asinine. They are trying to, I honestly think that this is a coordinated attack on us that where they're trying to keep us from being able to travel because they don't want that right we're much more easier to control if we're not moving targets and we can't go anywhere it's part of the agenda to break it all down they want you to own nothing so south sure south australia declares climate emergency 
in preparation for coming lockdowns. So the Australian province of South Australia has just declared a climate emergency and climate lockdowns are coming close behind. The idea of forcing people into their homes and not letting them leave for almost any reason stems from the Wuhan coronavirus pandemic. Uh, that's <clears throat> to set the precedent that if there's a dangerous virus, then you shut down society, he said. Once that precedent is accepted, which it has been, then they're going to decide that you, the humans, are the virus, so that then you'll accept lockdowns because of the human virus causing man-made climate change. This is happening in the Australian province of South Australia, which has just elected a left-leaning government under the Australian Labour Party. Immediately following the election, newly elected Premier Peter Malinowskis declared a climate emergency. Declaring an emergency is what tyrants do when they wish to shut down debates, silence their opponents, and ram, rough, ram through legislation that would otherwise be difficult to pass. South Australia's opposition leader David Spears dismissed Labour's motion as mere virtue signaling, but while it is certain, certainly virtue signaling, it is more concerning than that. Um, what we could potentially see here is, you know, are we going to start seeing um, political opposition be jailed in Australia? Oh. Is that the next move? You know, I, I, I would say it probably is between lockdowns and stuff like this. Um, so to all of our friends that are in Australia, I would, you know, wherever you're at in Australia, just, you know, stay strong. You know, we can fight this together. Um, it's got it's got to be global. Otherwise, we don't win. So stay strong. We're with you. You're in our thoughts and our prayers. And um, keep spreading you know, the truth. Keep spreading the truth and fighting this tyranny. It's all we can do. I mean, we're really all in the same boat when it comes to this. It doesn't matter where at in the world we are. We're all fighting the same tyranny. Yeah, for sure. So scary stuff. Do you want me to take this? Sure, go for it. The Babylon Bee. After handgun ban, Canadian bandits begin politely robbing Tim Hortons with finger guns. Holy <laughs> shit. An so scary. I know, it's very spooky. <laughs> An embarrassing crime wave has taken Toronto by storm as criminals emboldened by Canada's ban on handguns have began, have begun holding up businesses armed with nothing but finger guns. Tim Hortons, a popular Canadian cafe, is reportedly among the hardest hit. Authorities confirmed that the cashiers of Tim Hortons are routinely held at finger point and forced to empty hundreds of dollars into cartoonish money bags. By the time police arrive on the scene, the robbers are long gone. It's absolutely terrible, said Constable Evans. Since these thieves are using finger guns, there's no chance of them leaving additional evidence at the scene. No dropped weapons, no serial numbers are visible on security cameras, nothing. The mayor of Toronto is advising citizens not to attempt defensive finger guns. Don't stoop to their level, said Mayor Tory in a public address. We don't want to make matters worse, eh? Prime Minister Justin Trudeau could not be reached for comment as he was hiding again. Uh, though rumors indicate he may be requiring special licensing for the use of finger guns, which his office believes will put an end to the violent crime spree. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right, right? Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. Oh, I just, yeah. I, you know, let's take a minute. And it looks like we've got a donation from oh. Princess Lee Uh She says, we fight together. She donated one diamond to us. So thank you for your donation. 
Thank you, you Princess were... Little. <laughs> Princess Little. That's... Is that what it is? No, it's not. I'm just teasing her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. We do. We, we're all fighting together. You know, Thank you so much. So, yeah, we appreciate it. And we appreciate your guys' support. And we appreciate you tuning in every, every day, um, Monday through Friday. And sticking it, sticking it out with us. I mean, we're just a couple of goofballs, you know. Hey, hey, hey. To, well, you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to to make sense of this madness, and you know, trying to do our part in spreading the truth, and and uh, you know, bringing awareness to people. So your your support is appreciated. Yeah, thank you guys. And without you guys, we couldn't do this. Yeah, you guys rock. So moving on. Moving on. We're getting through this. We're almost to the bulk of the funnies. But first. Yeah, we got Pfizer quietly admits it will never manufacture the vaccine that was FDA approved. Will produce new tricercose formulation, mRNA vaccine instead. So it says it's official. Pfizer's fully approved an experimental mRNA vaccine dubbed Comirnaty was nothing more than a head fake. Earlier this week, the notorious experimental vaccine maker quietly submitted an update to the CDC, admitting that its originally licensed Comirnaty vaccine will never be distributed for use. In other words, Pfizer has exclusively been supplying its version of the experimental vaccine that was granted emergency use authorization by the FDA, AKA zero Pfizer branded vaccines given in the US have been fully approved. So this is really scary um, because what they're doing is they're like, they're pushing out, oh, well, there's a FDA approved vaccine and it's developed by Pfizer. And so people are rushing out, taking the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, they- Unfortunately, the one that they're taking is not FDA approved. Yeah. And there was a military member, I can't remember what branch, that actually won his court case um, against being mandated to take this um, because of this. So definitely do your research. You know, if you're in the military and you're looking for a way to avoid taking that clot shot, this is one way that has been successful for at least one member of the military. Yeah, and he didn't refuse it, okay? He said, I'm interested in taking this one. And they said, we can't provide it. And he said, well... And so he kept going to yeah. different places. He went to a lot of different places and said, look, I'm, I need to take, I'm mandated to take my FDA approved COVID shot. This is the one that's FDA approved. Can you provide it to me? And they couldn't because they don't have it available. And so he's like, okay, well then he would, I'll just go somewhere else. And so he did that documented it, all of it and was able to submit it to the court saying, I can't take this. Because there, I, I looked for it, and there's nowhere that provides this, and you can't mandate that I take something that's not FDA approved. And it's criminal what the mainstream media did with pushing the narrative that it's FDA approved, and every sheep that we came across parroted the mockingbird propaganda narrative of it's approved now. Let's all get our shots, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of them aren't here to defend themselves today. And there are a lot of people out there still that got these shots. They're like, well, yeah, it's FDA approved. Pfizer's been FDA approved forever. 
And they will tell you that. And they legitimately think that. And it, unfortunately, it doesn't matter how much evidence and truth you put in front of them. If they choose not to see it, they're not going to. So this is in itself a crime. That's depressing. Let's laugh. Right. Soon. Um, also, almost all of Australia is fully jabbed for COVID, but deaths are spiking. Oh, my gosh. I wonder why. Of course, we actually know why. It's because the death jabs are not for your health. It's for the depopulation agenda. Yep. And anything else on that? I, I kind of want to move. Well, it was interesting that they had. So they said that in, in 2020 and 2021, before the jab came out, yeah. like Australia really wasn't hit that hard with COVID-19. Um, now that everybody's been vaccinated, um, deaths are increasing substantially. And here's the interesting part of it. Do you know, so the COVID related deaths, um, so this is just people who are dying of COVID over there right now. Yeah. It's the Omicron variant, which we all know is less, way less deadly. Like it was practically nothing. But more people are dying now than before they- more people are dying of COVID after the jab than before, and it's the less lethal variant. Yes. Bullshit. Murder. Genocide. Yeah. Bastards. It's scary. My heart goes out to those people who were forced, and there were a lot of people, I think there were videos that were coming out of Australia where they were literally being held down and it was being forced in their arm. So, like, they weren't... They weren't being compliant and they were held down and forcibly injected with this poison. That's the part that just makes me sick. You know, there's one thing when people choose to take it or feel like they're even being forced to take it, but still willingly do it um, compared to those who literally are held down and jabbed. Yeah. It's totally disgusting. Left Maryland. Good timing with a $2 donation says the best is yet to come. I agree. And I agree in multiple ways because not only is the best yet to come in the grand scheme of things, but we are approaching the last segment of our show. Ooh, yay. Friday funnies. So (laughs) Elizabeth Warren was caught in a bush outside of Kavanaugh's house wielding a tomahawk. (laughs) (laughs) Police arrested a tomahawk-wielding uh, Cherokee Indian hiding in the bushes outside Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh's home this week. After hours of questioning, authorities discovered the would-be assassin was none other than Senator Elizabeth Warren. Me big angry at Kavanaugh for taking away right to choose, said Warren. Paleface always break treaty to not overturn Roe versus Wade. Never keep work. I come here to take scalps so Roe stay. Warren then let out an ancient war cry passed down from her ancestors. Experts believe Senator Warren may have been radicalized by her own rhetoric in recent months, as well as the rhetoric commonly found on every mainstream news channel, NPR, Twitter, The View, and all of Chuck Schumer's political speeches. By the great spirit, I will defeat Justice Kavanaugh in tomahawk battle and save women's rights to kill baby for convenience, said Warren as authorities took her away in handcuffs. At publishing time, police also found Hillary Clinton in the bushes outside Kavanaugh's home, attempting to call in a drone strike. Oh my god, I love that she radicalized herself. (laughs) Right? That's awesome. I I find that so freaking funny. Oh, I know, yeah. The whole Native American 
uh, it's bullshit. ridiculous. I love how Trump just was like, "All right, let's do a DNA test," and he's like, "I'm way more Indian than you are." Pocahontas. 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 <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe what we could do here is uh, maybe Vince will let me take the next one, and then he can do sure. the rest of them after that. <laughs> uh, of course. Because this next one had me cracking up. I absolutely love this. We, I think there was a week or two ago that we posted another Babylon Bee article <laughs> regarding, or no, it wasn't. It wasn't a parody article at all. This one was a, um, an actual article about bees and fish. And yes. So anyway. Yeah. The California state is identifying fish and bees in the same category. Yes. Exactly. So, child playing in meadow is stung by a fish. A young child was stung by a fish Tuesday while frolicking through the meadow in Yosemite National Park. The three-year-old girl, daughter of George and Shelley Quicken, allegedly provoked the wild fish when she began picking flowers for her mother. The Quicken family was surprised to see a fish in the middle of a meadow and even more surprised when it stung the young girl. I've never seen a fish move like that, said Shelly Quicken. It was flying. <laughs> now I see it every time I close my eyes. It flies through my nightmares, she wept. <laughs> George Quicken admitted he thought the whole thing was a joke until he saw the stinger in his daughter's thumb. He acted quickly, plucking out the stinger with a pair of tweezers and preserving the evidence for marine biologists. I don't understand it, he insisted. Climate change must have forced an early evolution. Now they are invading the land. Soon they could be everywhere. Park rangers say the fish was black and yellow in appearance and capable of flying through the air at an incredible speed. Unlike other fish, it is actually repelled by water, which means it could be anywhere at any time. Listen, it's called a bee, said Ranger Tetramont. Tetradomodon. Some court classified them as fish to put them on an endangered list, but they're just bees. Y'all need to relax. The quicken daughter was hospitalized out of an abundance of caution due to her history of fish allergies. Curiously, doctors claim to see no allergy symptoms present themselves. At publishing time, rangers have had to shoo fishermen away from the park's meadows. No fishing signs now blanket the otherwise grand landscape of the Majestic National Park. I love it. <laughs> Oh, that was so funny. I just absolutely love the Babylon Bee and their take on some of this stuff. Some of it's kind of dumb, but they're, some of it is just hilarious. They're doing important work over there. They are. They're bringing, you know, I appreciate them because they bring humor to this ridiculousness. They're very good at writing. I tell you what, they, are. they have some good writers. They do. All right, let's get through. We have a few more things to look at. Just some quick funnies, y'all. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Il Donaldo Trumpo, at Poppy Trumpo on Twitter. Who keeps doing this? This is not Liz Cheney, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, what's her name? What's the pig's name? Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. Yeah, Miss Piggy with a Karen hair. <laughs> <laughs> and Liz Cheney's glasses. <laughs> I think it looks strikingly familiar, <laughs> similar to Liz Cheney, quite honestly. This is not Liz Cheney. So this is just the fun shit that people come up with <laughs> that the left cannot get close to matching. We're going to have no, to do a segment on that. Close. Like you said, yeah. leftist memes. Um, in light of yesterday, here is a reenactment of the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, 2021. 
I have no sound. I don't either. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> there's no sound. <laughs> Basically, uh, a wrestler barely taps another wrestler and he collapses and falls <laughs> to the ground in agony. Um, pretty much. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, right, that moving is on. Uh, <laughs> do you have an explanation for this? No, it just came across my Twitter feed and I thought it was <laughs> Sorry. I guess the explanation for it was that, you know, Adam Schiff is is on the uh, corrupt January 6th committee and they're trying to take down Trump. Maybe that's what Yeah, it's, it's Adam Schiff <laughs> fighting like uh, a punching bag with Donald Trump's picture on it. Yeah, he's, but he's fighting it like a sister. A girl. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like he's got pink panties poking out of his back of his shorts too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> this is good work. I'm gonna retweet that. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, and just like that, Matthew McConaughey became a joke. And here are some of the memes from Matthew McConaughey's recent debut across the media we got hunter pulling his hair back we've got uh matthew mcconaughey pointing a gun at the camera and the caption says i hate guns unless i'm making millions off them in my movies and then him on a swing with pete buddha judge it looks like he's sitting side by side with pete on a swing set <laughs> yeah that's good work there too uh moving on this uh just gets better and better I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but I've been mon monkeypox free, and so has this person because they're on the patch. It yep. is a it's just banana sticker. <laughs> Chiquita banana. We'll I keep you was... safe from the monkeypox. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> oh God, some of these I haven't seen, so I open my own tabs, and you know, I'm just like, oh geez. <laughs> Who did this? <laughs> did you guys know? Oh, uh, we can't really see it. Did you guys know that Putin uh... rides bears? Oh, <laughs> Putin rides bears and uh, Biden tripped again on Air Force One. He did. So somebody got Biden bent over on Air Force One stairs and put Putin on his back like he's riding him. Like a who did uh, this? That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeehaw, giddy up, cowboy. <laughs> so here's some unexpected, uh, unexpected. Amber Heard or Johnny Depp? Whose side were you on? Donald Trump. <laughs> Amber Heard or Johnny Depp? Whose side were you on? Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I love it. <laughs> yeah, I was probably like, uh... <laughs> Shit, wrong answer. Uh, that is hilarious. <laughs> Donald Trump. The Amber Heard and Johnny Depp thing was such a shitty distraction, and it got quite a bit of people. Um, I'm proud to say I did not <laughs> participate and partake. I did not either. 
in fact somebody asked me they're like so what do you think about that i was like i don't know anything about it so i have no comment i'm like it's a waste of time that's what i think about it and i'm like i didn't watch any of it because who cares i saw a lot of what people were saying about it but then i saw the end result uh but just yeah it's not the end result as far as sitting there and watching it i'm like no way no freaking way it's a distraction people yes (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I tagged you in this this morning. Uh, it works. No one peed on the floor, and it's a picture I, of a urinal with a picture of Hillary Clinton taped <laughs> at the back of it. I'm gonna tell you, I, I should print a picture of her off and stick it to the back of the toilet seat in my my son's bathroom. It might just piss like off here, the, the on lid. <laughs> oh, that's true. I'll have to put it in the toilet. In the bowl. Let's see if you can hit her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, that was creative. Yeah. Um, here's a gun meme says lol I bet if more people of color bought guns Republicans would support gun control and then there's a white guy and a black guy and the white guy says sweet you want to go shooting and the black guy's like hell yeah brother and then the liberal gets mad no you're supposed to be racist and the white and black guy go shooting together (laughs) (laughs) yep that's about how it would look. And this is a parody, of course, from, you know, Joy Bear's stupid. Well, once black people start buying guns, watch gun control laws skyrocket then or be okay then. Yeah, exactly. The level of stupidity doesn't doesn't end. It just it's like, doesn't. It's like, you know, um, everyone knows you're being racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> just like, God. I'm not racist. I'm anti-racist. Okay. The zoo, I don't know if this is true or parody or what, but it's funny. The zoo separates five parrots after someone teaches them to mimic, let's go Brandon at zoo guests. (laughs) (laughs) I would go to the zoo. Well, I take that back. I won't be going to the zoo anytime soon because here in Montana, they have, you know, like one of the most conservative states in the U.S. They've decided to host um, Drag Queen Story Hour at the zoo so and they've had so much pushback from it that the ceo actually came out and put a statement out on his website so what do you say montanans it basically said we don't care if you don't like it we're doing it anyway just don't come to the zoo and go ahead and cancel your memberships so goodbye zoo montana you will be remembered not fondly because you kind of sucked anyway oh my gosh we have one more here <laughs> i that's unbelievable fuck them um right. We got a few donations. <laughs> Thank you, Anarcho Matt, Anarcho Matt, for donating a lemon. Yay for two lemons, and yay for another lemon. Thank you so much, all yes, of y'all, all of y'all, and Princess Lee, um, yeah. and again, Left Maryland, and everybody else. Um, I don't think I'm missing anybody, but thank you all so much for supporting the Red Pill Project. One more. What are they doing at the zoo with drag queen hour? Are they trying to groom the monkeys? No, they're trying to groom children, but I think that's all they'll be doing is grooming the monkeys because I don't think anybody's going to show up, quite frankly. Uh, Did you know that... (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Top Gun? So this is... uh, What is this? This is a Top Gun meme of a movie. Yeah, it's got... um, What's her name? Kelly... I'm terrible with names. I don't know anyway. Kelly's name, but it's uh, the other guy 
and and Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. And it says Prop Gun. <laughs> yeah, it's an Alec Baldwin featured movie called Prop Gun, modeled after Top Gun because Top Gun. And the guy that created it posts too soon? Question mark. <laughs> nope, I don't think it's too soon. <laughs> Not too soon. Uh, that's hilarious. Do you think? Yeah. Uh, do you think Alec Baldwin's plotting his next murder yet? Probably. He's been given his list by Hillary. <laughs> well, that's all that we have for today, Andrea. What a great day. You know, just 48 hours ago, we were dreaming of this moment. And here we yeah. are. <laughs> and we've made it through it. Yay! Like I said, we had some stuff that would make you laugh. We had some stuff that makes you want to cry. You know, but we had coffee. We had <laughs> fun. You know, we got to hang out together, which is always cool. Oh, so. yeah. And we have the rest of our day ahead of us before we convene once again for Fringe After Fridge, uh, conversations, conversations on the Fringe with Joshua Reed and yep. special guest uh, who is... J. Marvin Herndon. J. Marvin Herndon, who yes. is a scientist, I believe. Yes. Uh, fantastic, knowledgeable guest yeah. for Josh. They're going to have just... They're going to cover you know, everything from A to Z as usual tonight. So tune in at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And then we have the after show. Join us on our private social network, www.socialredpill.com to learn more or to create a free account and just participate in the sharing of things on the internet. Uh, www.socialredpill.com make sure you guys please hit those plus signs on rumble please share on facebook like on facebook comment on rumble comment on facebook follow us on cloud tub follow us wherever you're listening also if you have um podcasts on your devices uh whether that be spotify or any other app find the red pill project on there give us a follow and all of that that helps us tremendously as well and listen to us on the go uh all yeah. of our shows are there it's a dark to light show Daily Dose, Morning Coffee, Fringe, um, and even the Mars Chronicles. So you get everything there for listening on the go. Please follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate that. Thank you, guys. We'll be back Monday with another episode of Morning Coffee, bright and early, same bat place, same bat time. In the meantime, enjoy conversations on the Fringe. And then tomorrow, just so you know, we do have a Makes You Think episode with Jim Bob Oval Shorts and myself. However, we do not have a Mars Chronicles episode tomorrow night. But we will be airing something in its place, which will uh, be documentaries and things of that nature. So if you're looking for something to do Saturday night, you could always tune into that. They're always very interesting, and um, I always learn something new when I watch them. They're all things recommended by Josh that he uh, curates and puts together for us. So that's what we'll be having tomorrow instead of the Marsh Chronicles. So everybody enjoy your weekends. Andrea, thank you so much for your help with all this and for joining me and getting through the news the bad, the ugly, the funny, the good. All of it in between. All the everything. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Definitely. Thanks for having me. I always enjoy being here, and I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. Enjoy some sunshine, and uh, we'll see you back here on Monday. Yeah, you guys. Keep us posted over there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on the app, and we appreciate that. Tag us. And, you know, If you find something funny, tag us. Maybe it'll make it into our friday show next week and we could all laugh together uh until then so everybody take care have a great day much love from the red bull project
Bye, guys. Peace.